Reese leave me, me as in Reese black leave me as a woman. <laughs> in fact, Reese leave me darker. <laughs> darker. In fact, we go again. Bring me out here darker. <laughs> we go again. Hello, hello, hello. My name is Veronica. And my name is Michelle. Um, welcome to our podcast. I don't know, to be honest, a safe space for people who don't be knowing. Um, how are you, Veronica? I'm all right, you know, I'm a bit like, I'm a bit tired, but such is life. I think I'm, basically I'm anemic and I think I don't take my iron enough because it makes me constipated. So I don't, <laughs> <laughs> I don't actually take it enough. And we're recording quite late today, so I, I, I'll be drinking. It's fine. It'd be like that sometimes. I pour myself like a glass of wine, mm. pink Moscato for y'all who don't be honestly pink Moscato. Pink now you know exactly. Now you know it's five pound fifty. <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, how has your day been so far? What have you been up to today? Um, what have I been up to? I actually haven't done much. Um, I have like I had a fairly easy day, so I haven't done that much. So just been really relaxed I've been I've made quite a lot of food actually I've become like Olua chef and I've made um I've made leg of lamb full rack of vegetables roasted vegetables <laughs> she said Gordon Ramsay Georgina Ramsay I said Georgina <laughs> Georgina I said, Ramsay I said Geraldine <laughs> I said, said Geraldine Ramsay <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, it's so, good. Yeah, and then what I have you done have... with all that food then? Did you eat everything or have you saved it? Or something? Yeah, yeah I've, I've saved some of it, but like I've ate most of it as well. And so I think what's happening now is I'm just having like a bit of a food coma, and it doesn't help that I've drank a bit. Like I've been drinking rocks <sighs> living life like it's lavish. It's okay though, it's Friday, you're allowed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, honestly, to be honest, my day it was, I went to work. It was a busy day, you know, um, and I haven't actually had, my day has not been eventful. And that's the thing, during the week, it's pretty much my days, like my days are quite similar. Um, and anything that really changes maybe is the intensity of the work. But yeah, it's just pretty much what it is. And then I look, I used to look forward to my Fridays because that meant that from, to be honest, from, I used to look forward to Thursdays because from Thursday night, I'd be out. Mm. I'd be going out, I'd be doing things, I'd be socialising. Um, yeah, now it's like, oh, Saturday, Sunday, and then on Monday I'm going to be on call. It's just long. But yeah. it's what it is. And, um, yeah, we have to enjoy enjoy the day as it, as it is. Mm. Now, do you know what I mean? So, um, obviously, Wait, let's get sorry. right... Well, let's get right into it. But, like, before we get right into it, I was just thinking, like, we're actually, we're actually wasting... Corona has wasted... Our hot twenty half a year, like yeah, like yeah. My was, last year to be an like, irresponsible adult, bruh. Like this was my last year to be a dumb bitch. This was the this so was the last upset. year of being a dumb bitch. I'm so mad. I, when I thought approaching about it, I like, late twenties, like, I had <laughs> one more year in me. <laughs> oh my god! And the red has <laughs> snatched it. I, this is why I say I don't care. I'm tipexing my birth certificate. No one told me nothing. <laughs> Because <laughs> according to my own, my own clock, I am still 25. Mm-hmm. I'm turning 26 in 2021, and no one can tell me differently. <laughs> Don't ask me, oh, I'm sorry, we need your original birth certificate. This mm-hmm. is it. 
It's been Tipex. I don't, I don't know what to say to you, sir. <laughs> there was a minor error. Mm-hmm. 2020 did not happen. Um, yeah, it's, a lot. It's, it's a lot of the wrong things. Yeah, it's, it's sad, but this year has, has is, this year has brought with it a lot of tragedy. It's also brought a lot of, I don't know, I think it's like radicalism. Like, it's, yeah. a lot of radical things have happened mm-hmm. that I'm still shocked. I'm still waiting for more shock like I think I could be I, I think that oh, I've been shocked enough and then another thing comes up and like raw shock and horror so we will remember this year as much as we try to forget it I can tell you that for sure mm. um but yeah we'll be flying right into it shall we yeah, shall we go. yeah so. so what do we actually want to talk about today mm, we be finna talk about being a we have, we, I think it's, we're really just going to talk around like black womanhood. Mm-hmm. Like we're talking about being a woman, being a black woman in the UK mm-hmm. and things that matter to us as black women in the UK. We finna lose Veronica soon. <laughs> <laughs> that yawn was a very, that yawn was, that yawn was. I was, I was actually breathing out. I was breathing out. That yawn looked yeah. like. You know, it looked so sad. It looked like a sad... <laughs> like a sad puppy. Basically, I was actually breathing out so that no one could see or hear. You didn't have to. <laughs> I'm sorry, you looked real, real, real sad. Real, 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 like, morning. It was a very morning Yelling. type of yawn. Oh, yeah. But, um, yeah, so what does... I mean, like, where do we want to start off? Like, where do you want to start off then? Um, I think we could start off. I'm so sorry, guys. I'm not tired. I'm just, I shouldn't have drank before I came on here to record. Because with the amount of food I've eaten today, I just feel like dropping, dropping down on the floor and having a, and having a lion. Uh, do you know what? I get that. But we got, we got to come on. Let's, let's, let's stay alive. Let's, let's give the energy. Let's give the people. Do you know the song, the song that's actually going, there's a song in my head that has been looping all day. Somebody come get her. She's dancing like a <laughs> And the minute you said lie down on the floor, I said, somebody come get her. I saw you taking two sips be... of this one. I promise. I'm like gulps. <laughs> You, you know, you know, the, you know, like when you give someone your drink and then you, you come back and then the, 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 the shallowest bit of your drink left. Those are the six Michelle's taking me. Sorry, I, you know what? Right, I'm a lightweight and I'm proud. Lightweight, I'm proud. Hold yes. on a minute. Can mm-hmm. you, there are foxes. Your area and the, okay, so basically, I've named the fox in Michelle's area Denise because she's out. <laughs> <laughs> that fox. That fox is so out here. Like that fox is Den- about like. Let me is- tell you, Denise actually has a nine to five. She has I'm a nine cons- to five. I am convinced that Denise goes to work in the morning. She goes to work in the- and she comes out at night. Like that fox is alive. Denise is out. You see her going to work in the morning. You see her come back at five o'clock. She is busy and she has mouths to feed. <laughs> Denise, like us. <laughs> it's a woman with a purpose. <laughs> a, woman, a woman with a purpose. A fox woman with a purpose. Like, bruh, she is out. And her nipples always look sore. Anyway, other other things. <laughs> but anyway, so. Um, okay. So I think mm. we were speaking around like black womanhood and I guess with like the madness that has gone on as usual, to be fair, that goes on every single every single week of being a black woman but just some weeks are I think a bit more easier to digest than others um but I think I wanted to speak around like beauty 
maybe we could start off like that. So from a perspective of like body image, um, okay, so I'm quite slimly built, right? Um, but mm -hmm. I've got, um, I, I wouldn't say I've got a bum, but I've got a bum on me, right? And I remember growing up. She got that don't, sorry. I don't, like this is, this is how you be telling people. People, <laughs> people be wanting to meet me outside and then when they see my bum, they'll be looking like a magnifying glass, like where is it? Um, but, it's Jay, it's Jay, it's Jay. Yeah, no, but like, I've, got, I've got a bit of a bum on me, like my bum is a bit more shapely than you would think for my size, basically. Um, and so I remember growing up realizing that this, like, I don't think I, I don't think like desirability as a black woman has always been a strange subject. And I think knowing from a young age that like my bum is what is making people desirable for me. It felt weird. Cause I'm like, this is literally just a lump of fat. Like this is legit a lump of fat in the back of my body. And I, was, I remember thinking to myself, like, what the hell like it shouldn't be it shouldn't be I, I realized a lot about the, the commodification of black women's bodies obviously I didn't know these big big words back in the day but the commodification of black women's bodies and how often black women especially with their bodies they're like stripped of their autonomy I guess this is the case for all women in general like your bodies are something that are meant to be enjoyed by other people and not meant to be enjoyed by you but for black women, especially, there's a level of carnal, like there's a level of carnal, vicious energy that's associated with the black woman's body and like the mm -hmm. like black women and how they present. And I don't know if you've ever felt um, like your body wasn't meant to be yours to enjoy or when was the first time that you realized that your body was meant to be like for you or when was the first time that you realized that your body was meant to be for other people to enjoy um i will say the second part of the question the latter part um was when i started to grow i remember i didn't really look at you know it's like you exist in this in this in this you know packaged um container of cells like you know you you have a body because you're in your body it's like you mm. rec you recognize your existence right mm. but i was not aware of my body until i started um because again i'm quite a busty somebody a busty um, and i always ha i always I haven't always been like this i think i really started to come to in year nine mm. um and and that's when i became more aware of my body um because the, you know the boost i was literally changing bra sizes every three to four weeks it oh, was wow. just ridiculous i had a growth spurt in my right. chest um wow. uh, <laughs> i had a growth spurt and i remember one day my, my, my lovely 34b bra that i really my auntie bought it for me and i really liked that bra and i really it lasted for a month and then i was leaking out of it it was just ridiculous mm. um but i remember because of the attention that the guys at my secondary school were giving me mm. at the time so it was like all of a sudden people who didn't really look at me anyway were were giving me attention and were you know we were playing this ridiculous game that i'm not going to go into um but there was a lot of inappropriate touching um playful touching but you know i'm pretty sure it was a little bit more sinister than it seems at the time you're like it's fun you look back you're like hmm. Mm. um and so i was like oh okay at that i don't know it just felt like that that's maybe when i started to attach my worth 
to my body Mm. um and the fact that people who never gave me the time of day started to give me the time of day I started to become a little bit more sort of popular within the cool social groups in secondary school Mm. um even I started dressing differently. I started mm. dressing in a way that would accentuate my features better mm. um, because I looked more cool and because, you know, um, and so I think for a long time, I did feel like my body was not necessarily mine to enjoy and appreciate. I never really looked at myself and said, I like this about myself. I like this about myself. I think I was more concerned with, I like this because I know that many people, many men, especially, I mean, mm. <clears throat> Um, being a sort of like a cishet female, um, I am attracted to, to to men. So I'm like, I that and men are attracted to me, well, the ones I know of anyway. So I'm like, um, they they, I attached to my value, like some sort of some some part of my value and being seen as a person was definitely much like when, you know when I recognize that people are attracted to me, I feel a sense of worth. Mm. you know and that's when I started so when I for example here's a really really sad story but when I had I had a really 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 intense crush in secondary school Mm. and I felt like this guy wouldn't see me if I wasn't attractive that's when my jogging began if you I'd be be, as I said I'd be running and I took up fitness but I didn't I won't say I take up fitness initially as a in a healthy way I started running because I was losing weight and I felt more comfortable and more attractive the more weight I lost than was hoping to get the attention and validation from the people that I wanted it from so it was main it was literally to get something I wasn't doing it for the love of doing it it was for the benefit it was for the fact that people were gonna my body was gonna look nice for the consumption nicer I'm more palatable to the people that exactly. Mm-hmm. So, um, and I, t- I think it's taken me a long time and I'm still, I'm still working on it. It's taken me a long time to actually enjoy my body. Mm. Um, enjoy my body um, for myself and appreciate mm. things about my body that I love, even the things that I'm not necessarily keen on. Um, and just saying, well, who, do I like it? Do I not like it because other people might not like it? Or do I not like it because I don't like it? Mm. you know if that makes sense so yeah I agree yeah like I would say that like again being I don't have the figure eight like okay I've got like a bit of a bum but I don't have hips and I'm okay Mm. like I've realized it took me a long time of like looking at people that have like hips to realize a hip bone is literally I've forgotten I've, I've literally all this all this alcohol I've forgotten the word for like bone formation osteo Oh, osteo. Oh gosh. There's okay. Osteo, osteo. Osteo wow. formation. I have forgotten the word for bone formation. <laughs> bone formation. Like, it's gonna, like, it's gonna come. It's gonna come. It's gonna come. Yeah. About it. But like a, a hip is literally just like a bone, like um, a bone, like the bone in your hip has grown out a bit, and then fat surrounds it. I do not have hips because I do not have that bone. It doesn't matter how big I get. I won't ever get. I won't ever get that big that I will get hips. You know what I mean? Because like, mm. I don't ever have, I don't have that bone. And I think like, it took me a while. Like, I had some like body issues growing up and it took me a while to kind of come to a position of understanding that this body is my home and I will be damned if I spend any more years not loving it for whatever it presents as. Mm. 
So I don't have like a figure eight. My body doesn't go, my belly doesn't go in. I've got fairly, like, I've got like my belly, my um, torso part of my body is quite straight. And it's taken mm. me so many years not to see, like, because it's not what is, um, because that type of body shape isn't what is commercially um, commercially like acceptable or commercially yeah. approved in like the wider society it's taken me so many years and like I've been I've been at a very stable place with my body for the past like three years but it's taken me a long mm-hmm. time for me to be like nah like I don't see the worth in this to an extent of where I had to learn a lot about like dysmorphia um and learn a lot about like fat phobia because I realized that's another thing that was feeding my thoughts being like a slim person and thinking oh but if I gain weight like people won't desire me because I'll be fat I'm like what the fuck does that mean like what the fuck is that like that thought is so disgusting are you saying that fat people are unworthy of being liked are you Uh saying that fat people are unworthy of love or unworthy of care unworthy of compassion all from your all from themselves are you saying that i'm unworthy of giving it to myself if i gain a bit more weight like and i have to yeah. look at myself like really really strongly in the mirror and then be like oh crap like what the hell like you can't you can't do this to yourself like you can't okay the world does a pretty good job of like putting you down anyway especially as a black woman like you don't see yourself or people that look like you as represented in the media you're always having to fight 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 microaggressions leave you leave you drained every single day like like Mm -hmm. physically and spiritually drained and then on top of that i'm fighting myself i said bruv let me manage the battles i can manage that's actually true you know as in the world is already beating the world is already beating you down in different facets of your life and then in, and then and then you're now battling the inner you and you're not you're, you're flogging it no, you're not even battling you're going flog 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 flogging it like a flogger. it's like i know and i know it's it very it seems like such a you know when you say it it's, it's like a thoughtless statement to just be mm. like you need to try and love yourself better but honestly literally like you you know say sometimes you're like you're really all you have like this is you this is un- unless you do some sort of body modification this is what you're stuck with and this that's if the body modification of your desires even exists but so like i remember when i was little and i was like thinking about surgery i used to think that like so my middle toe is longer than all my other toes and i was like oh maybe i get toe surgery too then i was like <laughs> If I begin on the time oh, but, that I've been trying to get <laughs> post surgery, I said, when will it stop? When will it stop? No, honestly, Veronica. But I basically wait. Let me just caveat that, like, I understand why like women get surgery, and I'm not against it because again, your body is your home. I see like mm-hmm. um, I see like more so my relationship with our bo- my body as like a mm-hmm. tortoise as like a shell like you know the, the shell the tortoise will carry everywhere it goes like the tortoise can go from here to Antarctica the only thing that will be certain about that tortoise is the shell it carries like it doesn't matter you know everyone around you god forbid could like leave you it doesn't you are still at home in your body and you have to make this mm-hmm. place as cozy as you can and it's really really easy for us to say love yourself but it's really hard when you're in a position where you're like oh fuck I don't so one thing I just want to say is that that really got me out of it is what it's like actually looking at myself in the mirror because I realized that I was constantly dodging mirrors which is why like 
like now I've realized that I've got a habit of even if I see myself in a screen each time I see myself in a mirror I just be like you're beautiful it would be it would get to a point of I would say it like I started this when I was what like 17 and it, I would say it in the back of my mind so concurrently that recently I've realized that if I really if I randomly pass the mirror I'm like oh you're beautiful like I'm not, I wear glasses because my eyesight is bad and I'm always seeing myself reflected in my glasses and it's like <laughs> Even when I I'm see sorry, myself I just, reflected, I just remember the joke. Well, continue. I'm going to say the joke after. Um, no, but like, even if I, <laughs> Michelle, <laughs> I would like to tell the joke. Okay, okay, one more. So, one of the first things, Veronica. Okay, not first things, but Here this is how I knew this girl was mad. <laughs> I just, on, just a caveat, just like a little segue on the topic of glasses. One time, Veronica said, Veronica said, No, stop! Stop! I still, I still, I glasses right they um <laughs> glasses like it's like a sensory thing so when you take them off you're like oh yeah i'm right you ride the wave more intently it, it, it's a it's a hack it's a hack no but but how you say that because you said your your still sight is bad veronica <laughs> but you have to take off the like it's just i'm just imagining nice. what happens but, when you take it off you say but you I, 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 I don't see much i don't see much Honestly, I still remember that joke. It's been what eight years, and that joke still makes me laugh. I'm yelling. I'm yelling. No. But yeah, so continue. It just felt like I remembered it. I was like, I have to, I have to share with you guys. This is what I live with. <laughs> I'm screaming, guys! Like honestly, if you wear glasses, it's a hack. No, I wouldn't suggest taking out your contacts because as a drunk person, I don't know how you can jab that one back in your eye. But like, <laughs> oh! it's a hack. It's a hack. It's a hack. Oh my days! So you save money on alcohol, though. Bruh, like you, ju- you, ju- you just have one drink. You take off your glasses for the rest. Like, when you know, like and I'm gone. <laughs> oh you enhance the sensory effect. I don't. Okay. Um, but like you know, what I was saying is that like each time I even see myself reflected anywhere, I would always say like it's gotten to a point now where like randomly I see myself and like it's it's like a thought in the back of my head that I'm like wow that thought has done me so good over so many years like whoa like how many like nearly a decade of like having repeatedly saying that each time I pass a reflection a mirror or whatever I say it even when my voice falters even when I don't necessarily believe that voice and you're allowed to have moments where you don't like you're actually the whole thing about self-confidence that people love to say or like believing in yourself or loving yourself you're actually allowed to have days where you say oh this is trash but the difference is that it's days not weeks not months mm-hmm, not years of course that's the difference and i feel like that's yeah. something that took me a while to realize but yeah you need to be able to pull yourself out of it as well mm. just so it's okay to have an off day you know have a bit of a trough you know yeah. but you need to yeah and and i remember when you said this to me um 
because I was like, it just seems like the most impractical thing for people to just say to you, to you to, to say that you should love yourself. Sorry, I'm getting tongue tied. The, the wine is hitting. Um, <laughs> We're but, not drinking again before recording. Sorry, pardon, guys. pardon me, pardon. <laughs> um, but um, it's like it seems like such an impractical advice to be like, just love yourself, man. You know, you know, it's just it's just very akin to heel sis. Um, mm. Just because you've said it doesn't mean it's going to change. Yeah. <laughs> it, doesn't mean it makes me laugh. I'm I like, okay, now that you've said it, mm. I'm healed. Um, but it really just takes the, and, and that's the thing I do. It's, I do, I do actually, I remember when you told me this, I was like, I'm going to try and do that and, and focus on the things that I do like about myself. And hopefully that extends. Like just, even the things I'm not too keen on, just finding a way to just be like, Hey, you know what? Like I also, I, I do like, even respect to the fact that I don't like that thing. It's like, I don't think it's going to change that I don't like it, but it's just mm. maybe trying to shift my attitude, maybe go from disdain to like, I don't know, apathy, I, whatever as opposed to hating it and making it a source of like you know low mood or like feeling depressed about something that is a part of me that I can't change it's just I need to develop a certain indifference to that part and hopefully Mm. um actively trying to reprogram my mind just tell myself look you know what right this is the one this is all I have something like I know it's like it's not no but that's that's it it's It's all I have it's have. it's what I have you know and it's functional you know, mm. I need to start thinking about it. It's, it's a functional part of me. It works. Yeah. It does what it's meant to do. Exactly. It may not look as I would want it to, but mm. I'm not going to lie. In 60 years, it's not going, even if it was looking like it should, it it's won't, not going to look, look the same. It won't look the same. It wouldn't right. matter. You, it doesn't matter. You could have, like, you could have, be, be, be triplet with, be pregnant with quadruplets and your body will change. The difference mm. is that you have to love it regardless. Like, you have to build up a sense of, like, even if tomorrow I come around and I say, guys, I'm getting a BBL, I am so strong in my knowledge that if I say that, I know that, like, regardless, I love my body no matter if how it presents and it takes yeah. a lot of unlearning and it's a really really hard road guys I wish I could I wish I could articulate like some of the really negative thoughts that I've had about myself like I wish I could articulate how negatively I would feel about my body like I was listening to a podcast and somebody used somebody said like someone was reading their old diaries actually black girls living one of my favorite podcasts of all time but like they were um Vic was reading her old diary and like she was kind of saying um what uh, she used to say about herself in that diary and I kind of resonated with a bit of it about how my teen my younger teenage self would view my body I'm like yo I am so proud of growth because I'm so proud that like I have a strong knowledge in myself that of course you you you, you never know like you never know what's what's going to happen with life but I don't think I would ever be or I don't ever want to be in that position again. And like, of mm-hmm. thinking about like in the same teenage voice that like Vic had about herself, I had it about myself. And I think it's iconic that especially like with both black women and not seeing yourself represented in all, all versions of yourself, like not seeing somebody that's like kind of athletic and got, has got like a quote unquote straight body type represented or mm-hmm. not seeing somebody that's like fat also represented or not seeing somebody that's like got bare boobs. Sorry, Michelle, I said bare boobs. You've got like bare tits. Is that, is that on my story? She said she corrected from bare boobs to bare tits. I'm sorry, sis, where's the, you know what, right, continue. Clink, clink. Um, actually no, that's like, true you know like if it's not seeing that is a part of it but regardless of that like when you get to a certain age it has to be like 
yo, this body, like, this is, this is my home for this lifetime. And whilst, we're, really riding, whilst we're riding here for this lifetime, yo, I'm about to make this shit home. Yeah, absolutely. It's your home. The minute you start yeah. thinking about it, this is where you live. You yes. know, it's where you, where you reside. Live. You need to you don't live, live in you your house. Love it. Mm. Yeah, you need to love it. You need to. And the thing is, I'm saying this, and I'm actually just trying to internalize it as well. Like, I need to look at my flaws because that there I got a few, you know, mm. and just tell myself like, shell you, know, and just find the beauty in it. Sometimes you need to fake it till you make it. I really just really, yeah, honestly, you do. I subscribe that, to that, that mentality. I subscribe that, to that fake was my, it till that you was make my mentality. It. Mm. You got to fake it till you make it because you start to believe it. Oh, I like yeah. this. But many things about myself I used to hate that now I'm, I became indifferent to because I, I was like the indifference in the way of acceptance. Mm. And then now I'm like, you know what? Yeah, you just, this is me. It's who I am. Mm. Take me or leave me. Mm. And I think obviously the validation from the people around you, especially it when really it comes helps, to yeah. like, it, you know, like it really helps. The validation mm. helps, but it's like even for inter- like people you're interested in, um, you'd want to be feel seen by these people, and it's just mm. like if you can't, if you look at me and I'm not your cup of tea, I'm not your cup of tea. I'm not gonna lie, they're different. You can make ten tea, ten, ten types of tea, they all taste a bit different. And so one, one cup of tea is not gonna be yours, another's gonna everyone. be yours. Exactly. So if I'm not for you, I'm for somebody else. There are plenty more fish you know? in the sea, like, and I feel, as if, I feel as if, like, that's the one thing. The one thing, again, I was. Oh my god, this feels like small violin moment of Veronica's teenagehood. But like <laughs> <laughs> that's our impression of violin, guys. I'm Bruh, so sorry. <laughs> bring out one tiny violin for my teenagehood. But um I feel like there was especially points in my moments in my teenagehood when I would say I wasn't necessarily quote unquote chosen. But then it's mm. the reason why I say quote unquote, right? Because all is because I've had to unlearn, like, what made me unchosen. Like, a large Mm -hmm. part of, like, coming in and realising that this is your home is, like, figuring out what voices are actually yours that are perpetuating this nonsense inside you. Okay, you, Mm -hmm. okay, like, you might be the one that's speaking it, but whose script, whose script are you reading? Whose script are you reading? Exactly. Is this really, truly coming from you? Yeah, the truest form of you? Or is it the is it the outside noise that's seeping yeah. in to your psyche? Yeah. And then sometimes you're like, is this me or is this somebody else? Mm-hmm. Do I not love this because I don't? Because actually I this is my natural instinct to not, or is it just because the outside world tells me I shouldn't? Exactly. Or you is need it to be picking it apart with mm-hmm. a with a what do you, you know what's African? You gotta be yeah, exactly. Yeah. You gotta be picking <laughs> those apart and be separating them. And honestly, yeah. like if you're gonna love it, love it for the reasons that you can come up with. Like I like this because I like it because exactly. You know, and really and, try not to base it on the validation of other people. And we need validation absolutely. You can't be living in this world and existing and saying, oh, I don't need any validation. You know what I mean? It's not. It's, no, yeah exactly it's you do you do need validation from others like definitely I'm, mm-hmm. I'm not like it's abhuman for people to suggest that like you don't need it you do need it but like you need to work on it having I it love for that your... word abhuman the word you've just used abhuman if it's my good, sister if it's... I ain't never heard it before who knows I'm gonna check English? my dictionary <laughs> I'm gonna be checking the dictionary <laughs> English. dictionary.com but... <laughs> English or Taiwanese but who I knows? like it I do mm-hmm. like it <laughs> Um, um, now on. No, like I'd be remixing the English language word to, 
system. Um, but, like, but yeah. No, nah, so, but I honestly yes. agree. Like, whose who's voice is it? Or is, I also think that's the, another key question to ask yourself or is, is this my voice or is this the voice of, I want to be accepted and everyone seems to accept this thing and I don't have that. So, because mm. therefore, if that's the question of acceptance, there's a different way to tackle it. You find where your tribe is, or if not, you, you find you where your tribe, tribe is, is yeah. and then you go there, like, go where you're celebrated, not where you're tolerated. Fuck out of here with all this toleration <laughs> she bullshit. She said a word. She said yeah. a word. She said a word. Yeah. Preach, yeah. See, Veronica, sometimes she'd she be breaking into sermon. Yeah, yeah. She'd be breaking into sermon. Especially when I'm tipsy. <laughs> But yeah, no, absolutely. Like, we just need to find a way to honestly, like, I know, again, it sounds like such an impractical thing where you really need to find a way to love yourself and try to not judge yourself too harshly by society. It's a, waste, it's a, it's a waste of time. It's, you will never, it's a moving goalpost as well. It's a, mo- it's a moving gonna, goalpost. Who knows? Bruh. Who knows if, 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 like, people are going to be doing head surgery for their head to be twice as, as large. Who knows if know, toe surgery will now. actually be a thing? If to, who knows? Who knows? And you know, then people are doing it so it's longer, so it hangs off the heel. It hangs off the heel. And then, and then now you've gone and shot in the toe. Now, now you see, you're now lagging behind your knee. <laughs> like, honestly, and especially, like, as a black woman, I think, like, the goalpost was never meant to suit us. And I think that's one, one, one key part of my unlearning, right, is, like, it was never meant to suit us. And even what black standards of quote-unquote standards of beauty are are also Mm. like a whitewashed way of looking at blackness because it doesn't accept blackness in all its forms like if you've Mm -hmm. got like okay so for example um, people with 4c hair 4c hair isn't like loved right unless it's big as an afro like you know those 70s afros that's massive and unless you don't have how many people do Everyone I know has suffered from edge problems sometime in their life, right? Every single mm. black person, be you man, be you woman, has suffered from a problem with edges at one point in their life. If you haven't, then go away. You are part of this argument. But like, <laughs> <laughs> but like, my my thing is that how is it then as a, as a like black community, we're really prioritizing like the health of and the love of our hair based on like if we've got edges or not like I understand it's a joke and I understand because sometimes I'll be joking like that and like it's funny kiki haha but on a more serious level like the black quote-unquote standard of beauty of like being this figure eight super thick um like coconut oil kind of slip slide your pussy is wet like you know you'd be riding on the dick if you're you you are interested in the Doing shades for a baby, it's it's a, it's a trick and it's a waste of fucking time. Be who you it are. Is. It's a waste of fucking time because all that bullshit is is nothing but bullshit. It's nothing but like other people's standard of beauty. And if you if that's who you are and you love yourself, that then fucking that's that is what the trip is. That is what the validation is. That is what the acceptance is. The acceptance isn't any of like trying to grasp these worldly like oh this is what the world has said is what is good today mm. buy your dress and keep it moving Do you know what I mean? that's the thing mm. today to, and the thing is we're gonna sometimes i feel a lot of us are gonna look back on our lives like 10 years from now and just think what honestly so i wasted a lot of my time trying to fit into this box that i honestly circle and square mm. i could never do you know what i mean mm. um so 
we just have to we honestly just have to try and live our lives as authentically mm-hmm. and keep our beliefs about ourselves and the things around us as authentic and as true to who we naturally are mm. um as possible mm. so um yeah so on 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 the topic of trueness we were going to talk a little bit about beauty but was that our standards of beauty? I think that's what we've really covered, isn't it? Yeah, I think that's beauty. We can go into it more in other episodes. People want to pick brains more in that. Yeah, yeah. So, oh, okay. Talking about black womanhood. Mm. Have you always loved being a black woman? I've never wanted to be any other race, which I, honestly, I think it's gr- growing up in the area I grew up in, like, bro, I've never, ever wanted to be like one thing I could say that I'm like really proud of one my parents for like I know that when my dad moved to our current area he made a deliberate decision to move there because my dad came to this country around the time where like Brixton riots or all that wahala of blackness was you know for row similar as it is today to be honest but Mm. so he made a really conscious decision to move to a super like black area which I really appreciate him for and I will be doing for my kids because no 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 um like i've um i want uh i've never wanted to be white but i've always wanted to be a more palatable version of i I, there's been times in my life where i've wanted to be a more palatable version of black does that make sense yeah yeah I would be honest and say that I haven't always wanted to be so there was a time in my life where i didn't actually know that i was a different that i was different um that I was different or that I was a version of be I was a version a different version of what else is out there mm. I didn't realize that I could be classed I was blackness was normal to me because as I said I lived in Nigeria for a little bit mm. I don't know if I said that but I'm saying it now I lived in Nigeria for a little bit and everybody looks like me and my only experience of otherness was when I watched movies, when I started watching movies and started understanding that, well, people, people look different, you know? Mm. Um, and I, and I guess, I guess through watching the movies is when I started to kind of gauge the hierarchical or the status of like different, diff, the different, the otherness and like knowing that some people were deemed or a subclass of people were deemed to be a higher version of other. And then mm. some were lower. I started to understand about disparities in like racial disparities and um and that's when maybe i developed a bit of an inferiority complex mm. um and um and as a child as well like it's just it's seeped into my psyche through the movies i was watching and i guess it's seeing black blackness portrayed as lower and um, poorer mm-hmm. and less advanced you know what i mean um and so when i then moved here and i actually was witnessing the otherness in real life so it was movies before now in real life and I saw that and I was like, I don't know. And that's when I started to develop, I was developing things, you know, mm-hmm. um, develop, a, um, what, what I called it, I call it white, white superiority complex. Mm-hmm. So it's like, I, I felt that I felt inferior to white people. And so I wanted to be like white people mm. i remember when i moved here by i decluttered my whole afrobeats playlist all the band and peace square were out mm. and britney was in fuck, um, fuck the band. <laughs> oh yeah fuck i don't actually know what it did but we'll talk about it in a second because mm. i've not been i i, I yeah to, i nah, moved myself on social media today i don't know what's happened on, on socials today mm. um but like i then developed uh yeah so i was really kind of trying to 
whiten myself um in not physically like by bleaching but I remember this satin scarf that I used to tie on my hair and just like be like oh my hair is nice and flowy and long um and I was not I honestly really did and I was too young to be doing this to be quite honest but um I wanted to be I didn't I was not proud of being a black person I did think that the skin I was born in um was less than what you know I felt like that put me in a certain social status that I didn't want to be in and that was mm. quite a young age before I even knew what social status was mm. so um and that's why I do it also like honestly like when I went to university and befriending Veronica you know and seeing someone be so unapologetically black a black advocate someone who was just so black that you have nothing you have nothing you have no choice but to admire um and I started learning a bit more about my blackness and like Mm. learning how to love my blackness I haven't always loved being a black woman because I can see the disadvantages it presents but Mm. um I've grown to definitely love honestly i love i love it so much that even my my instagram name is 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 um is indicative of the fact that you know my race by my insta name i'm not telling y'all but you know where i'm from or where i'm at and what street you can find me by my instagram name like i'd be I, i'm unapologetically black right now that's not my instagram name so if you don't look that's your um <laughs> But yeah, man, blackness is amazing and blackness is beautiful. And honestly, like, I love it. I truly love it. Like, I wouldn't want to be, I w- if I had to come back knowing all that I know, I would Re- want to come back as me. a black woman. Re-sleeve me as a black woman. In fact, re-sleeve me darker. <laughs> darker, in fact. We go again. Bring me out here darker. <laughs> we go again. <laughs> we go again. Honestly, I would not really be different. Oh my god, you know? no way, no way. <laughs> Everything else, mm-hmm. every battle, and every battle, it ain't again. worth it. Resleeve me it again. Resleeve <laughs> me constantly. Work as a Kashitkovich. Resleeve me constantly. <laughs> it, it, as a black person, as a black woman specifically, or specifically. 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 Why, okay, can I ask? Mm. Why, what's the, what is this Pacific and, okay, hear my pet peeves, okay? <laughs> Pacific and, I be hearing people and I'm like, y'all got a list or, um, <laughs> is it specific or, paci- I know it's specifically, yeah, specifically. but then I hear Pacifically, Defin- definitely and defiantly ain't the same thing, <laughs> but people be using defiantly and I'm like, <laughs> I definitely be using defiantly um, because I can't spell. Defiantly, I haven't seen it so far, and best believe if we did, I'm I'm going to have to be asking you to delete for both. I'm yelling. I've seen it already. Delete for everyone, please. <laughs> <laughs> I'm yelling. <laughs> oh man! Yeah, but yeah, so that's um experiencing blackness i just love it man i just i love it i love it so do you have any like have you had any like pressing questions like in this sort of like this season that we're in is there anything that's like pressing to you yeah when does it end what do you mean when does it end like when does the work of the war end i feel like 20 i think it's 2020 Everyone that's into like astrology and stuff, they'd be like, it's gonna get worse. And I say, fuck y'all. You know what? On the topic of worse, one of my friends said apparently there's an asteroid coming. 
she said look here if that actually is coming you need to come with vim because you need to wipe out the whole because what you're not going to do is leave half of us behind <laughs> to deal with the trauma <laughs> and as much as i was like no don't wish for such a catastrophe <laughs> but i was like no why because why must we survive and have feel the pain take us all <laughs> i'm yelling oh my days this year has been one for the book trip you know i think if, you, if you're not journaling this year you need to journal start journaling because you want to remember this you want to remember this okay. year a trip. um uh, yeah a trip what do you on, mean honestly. by and, uh, burning questions yeah like so is there anything that is on your mind in, t- in regards to like this the life that was the situation we're in right now you know and uh, the right question like i mean the another question that you just asked the question you asked uh, when will it end mm. um Never like change. Never. I, no, well, actually, I, I don't think it will. Ever I want to have hope. Ever. Never. No, I think I have hope too. Like, I think one fantastic thing about like this period of time is I've become a lot more. I think before I was stewing in the fact like this shit is never going to change, and that was making me, I think, low key quite upset. But it was an upset that was mm-hmm. really, really brewing in the bottoms of my spirit, and like mm-hmm. I couldn't even attune to why I was so upset. I was like, fuck, like. Am I always going to be in spaces where people don't fully understand me? Am I always going to, going to be in spaces where I have to like tone down bits of my personality to make sure that I'm not like seen as like aggressive? I'm not seen as too much. I'm not seen as too loud. Like, like what the fuck is this? Because I've never had those. Mm. I've never had all of that attached to me before. And mm-hmm. so like, and I think the one thing I've got from this period of time is I like, honestly hope um, that hope that like, changes on the way but also the strategy to actually make change like I think before it was more so just like like when you're the one thing about like all of these like supremacy and the rest of that like that type of shit is that it it tells you that there's hope but it doesn't it's somehow you don't even know how to make the hope happen or the hope seems so unattainable you're like I might as well just fucking not hope because there's it's just a constant cycle of abuse constant cycle of like microaggressions constant cycle of feeling less than when knowing this knowing deeply in your spirit you are not less than and it's like a constant fight and then having to put a smile on your face like i can't even bro like the last two years have been one of the hardest two years of my life but we move um yeah okay um but yeah so like i think it's more so like an understanding of um an understanding of sorry 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 (laughs) an understanding of like the strategy of hope and i do believe change is um change is really important and i think that when people look at change you always think of change as a as a like something like changing the world or changing the government or even changing your local community which looks so hard because you just see the extent of the problems but i think changing Mm -hmm. yourself is that it's so it's revolutionary huge. it's huge yeah. and like one thing about this time is i realized wow there's so much more of myself i need to work on like there's so many oh. more of my thought process that i need to work on i'm like god like, that, that makes me feel happy because i'm like oh there's more things that i feel like there's work to do as well there's like, work to purpose. do and i'm like Fuck, yes, there's work to do <laughs> yeah feel like there's actually work to do yeah and honestly and i think that you know what my own question was and that is a very valid question because you know sometimes you'd be sitting there thinking like and you have a question like I think about many things that like my mind is going at like 
a million miles per hour per minute. Okay, per hour, let me be realistic. But it's like, I think about a lot of things. And like one random thought that occurred to me is like, I, I mean, since speaking about being a black woman again, but just blackness in general, like when will blackness be normalized? You know how they say, let's normalize this, let, let's normalize this. Like, I'm like, I feel like, I still feel like I'm something that's under a microscope. Yeah, you. But like, I feel as if that's the way. That's the way. Like, society was designed. Like, the what, one yeah. key thing that I've deep to understand was I'm like, oh no, this shit isn't broken. Like, it's broken for us because like we're not winning. Well, when I say winning, we're not like we're the ones that are constantly oppressed against. No matter whatever mm-hmm. oppression. Like, I feel as if black is the. You know, like when you have a trump card and like you put it on whatever, and it just—I feel as if black is on those cards. Like you put it on whatever oppression you have, you you minus your points by two hundred. But like it's like it's like oh, it's like but but when I when I say this, I mean that in terms of the worldview, like the way that the worldview, world view, not because it's actually the case or should be. Yeah, the it's it's the way of the worldview. Like oh, I'm in debt, but you're in debt and black. Oh oh, I'm fat, but I'm fat and black. Oh oh, and I don't and I don't. <laughs> My brain just clocked on what you're doing. <laughs> By the way, she's doing. <laughs> Sorry, I don't mean that being fat is a bad oh, thing. Means yeah, but then it's like I mean yeah. I, no, I don't mean course, that is I don't mean, I don't I don't think it's a bad thing. I actually don't and I don't. What I mean is that like being a fat and black person, you think you're mm. you're you're like you're more likely to be like even further oppressed than like yeah. what your your like fat white counterparts exactly so like fact, like the thing is right as, as much as exactly as much as like okay so you're maybe bigger than the what is what is the standard i mean if you're deviating from from the standards of beauty that society has i guess being on the bigger side is like a deviation mm-hmm. um and unfortunately that would be another thing that you have to carry in terms of like okay so these are my social burdens because mm-hmm. this life sucks and this is mm-hmm. this is a social burden right mm-hmm. um and then you add blackness on top and it's like okay so now i'm carrying rock you're not carrying i'm not carrying a rock on my head so it's just I'm like any situation that you're rock. facing in life being that and black is just you know um and so that's a that was a blaring question not a blaring it was a question that was just in my head like when we, when will it just be a thing mm-hmm. that you tick on a box and it's nothing bigger than that when is it just gonna when is it gonna it's be not. removing from your capital in life when is it gonna do that when you know can i be honest um we need a, yeah. we need a massive revolution for that to happen because in order for that to happen, a load of more like you know I feel as if people just realised racism was a thing seventy two hours ago. I'm, like, I'm yeah. dead ass, dead ass, dead you know, ass, like, dead ass. Like like you know, all these companies coming out with statements like black people just just came out. I've been here for a long time. <laughs> Let me tell you that my dating apps. Before, first of all, I have to accept. Bruno the Black Panther. <laughs> <laughs> they say we stand with you, Lord. I'm like, you know, this has been a thing for a while, but it's nice that you're now recognizing mm-hmm. that you now, you, now, you now recognize that all lives, all well, I say all lives, <laughs> mm-hmm. all lives do matter. But in essence, <laughs> black voice. lives matter. You now recognize that black lives matter. Mm-hmm. After how many years? Black people mm. use your apps, you know. Guys, I just realized I just exposed myself by saying apps, plural. <laughs> My second question is, when will I find love? <laughs> I'm yelling. Um, <clears throat> well, I may, I may have found it by the time you guys listen to this, so don't at me, thanks. Oh, <laughs> it's like that, yeah? Mad. Mad, 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 mad. Uh, there's not much else to do in this quarantine period, so I'm making new friends for entertainment mm. purposes. I'm yelling. No, 
Okay. You know. So, swiftly moving on. Um, wow! Michelle. Oh, yeah. somebody should be, somebody honestly should be ringing the bell when I say things I shouldn't say. Just, <laughs> just ring a bell. Shame. <laughs> but yeah, man. So, um, like a takeaway from you, what's been, what's been a... I think in this in this period, obviously mm. 2020, June 2020, as we're in right now, mm. um, what's like a huge uh, uh, takeaway? Mm. Um, like, what is it that you've just taken, whether it's something that you've learned or something that you just say, like, you know what, I don't really know and I need to figure it out or just something that's been on your mind and that you're still maybe working on um, so, or you've worked on and you're taking it away. You're like, this, this is what I've learned in this period or this is what I know in this period. Okay, so I would say like, let me be honest, like my relationship with masculinity, and I'm going to be very specific when I say this, mm. with like all the madness that goes on with masculinity, and I, when I mean by masculinity, I mean like men, but also like masculine presenting like energies as well, like all the madness mm-hmm. that goes on with like masculinity on a day in day basis, like all the shit that patriarchy perpetuates in society is fucking mad and I can't stand it. And I think that I have tried to like distance myself from like all that shit because I'm like, oh, this is so like a lot. But then a lot of things that I've had to analyze um, also in myself is like what negative views, not even stereotypes, but like deep entrenched messages. And like, Mm -hmm. am I not analyzing from society because I'm like, oh, this is a lot. Oh, this is a lot. Like, because I'm like putting distance between myself and the, myself and like the entity, but that's not a good way to do about it. I'm probably, I'm like trying to like low key in my head, like trying to, you know, like when you snooze it, I'm like snooze patriarchy, but you can't (laughs) snooze it because it exists all around you. And that's a silly way to go about things. But I think that especially my, my relationship with like black masculinity, um, it's like black masculinity. Can I say big caveat that deserves my time? The black men in my life that deserve my time. That's it. That's it. Yeah. No, not, not not all of you hoes are part of that list um <laughs> but like the black men in my life that deserve my time as and what i mean by that is like just like intricacies about my relationship with masculinity but in general like and i think this is more general to black men in general like um mm-hmm. like i um like my relationship with like masculinity and under understanding and under uh, understanding that men are also oppressed by patriarchy too and i've always mm-hmm. got that oh god my macbook is about to die but i think it's like five oh let's visit let's round it up but like yeah i feel as if like um my relationship with patriarchy men are also oppressed by patriarchy too but understanding mm-hmm. the true intricacies of how they are oppressed like it gives me more understanding of like why men operate in the way that they do that's not an excuse because i feel as if more men should take that same type of ownership i'm not a man i don't identify with anything mass i don't identify as anything masculine so like i mm-hmm. i don't i shouldn't be the only one doing that kind of work but baby like it's still like understanding that like there's a lot to be done and i feel very happy that there's a lot more to be done and I think I particularly feel that way because I'm in a safer space with like mm-hmm. um like a masculine energies and masculine and men in my life now I'm in a much safer space so I'm able to explore that relationship with like myself mm-hmm. and masculinity and like with true like raw like you know when you're looking at something you're like fuck so I think that's one thing 
And I think the other thing Mm -hmm. about this time is just like realizing like the fact that like this world was literally set up for us to fail. And that's not even no cap. I'm like, oh. And then the people that win, they win by chance. So Mm. even though you have a lot to learn and as you know, sometimes you really beat yourself up because I'm like, you're like, oh, I've done X, Y, Z or like I applied for this, this thing and I've done it so well, but I didn't get it. Like, I don't understand why. I'm like, oh, well, okay. Yeah, that's me. Anyway, so what about you, you? win some, you lose some. You, some, you know you what? I, yeah, exactly. Um, personally, I think this has this period, this season has like raised a lot of questions in my head about myself. Mm. Um, in terms of like, have I been have I been using? So this is not necessarily like specific to anyone. This is very much like it's made me so introspective about myself. Mm. Um, and it's like you know, I've actually deep that I am functioning at about thirty percent of my capabilities as an individual. I think that I've been coasting like this period has and when I say coasting coasting in terms of my my professionally coasting in terms of personally and like the the things that interest me like I'd be what I'm just coasting by I'm not really putting my heart and soul into doing anything to I won't say the best of my ability but living it to the fullest so even for Mm. the things that I enjoy I'm not doing them to the fullest I'm doing enough to just make myself feel like yeah I'm enjoying and that's enough I'm not really finding myself really delving into the things that I'm doing Mm. um in like respect to with everything that's been going on and this awakening of the world I mean some of us been woke to different degrees mm-hmm. but it's like the world has been awoken like the world it's like there's a radicalism going on in the world and it's just like mm-hmm. it's just it's made me realize how much i really don't know mm-hmm. and like i that i feel like i'm yeah. running this race and i'm i'm mm-hmm. really genuinely feel like i'm literally jogging against my some jogging again in a pace i'm jogging and then other mm-hmm. some other people have been whereas some other people around me or in the world have been running Mm. and it's like that's why when you know social media everything is popping everything black lives everything educate how to educate yourself i'm just like i'm sometimes i feel like i'm on the side of the whites i mean i say it like this it's like the ones who don't know who don't be knowing and don't care to know and i'm like and but then there's the one that don't care to know but i care to know but i'm just like wow i'm really running this race and i feel so behind Mm -hmm. i don't know if it's because of partially because of my maybe um, lack of exposure combined combined with a little bit of like unwillful ignorance. Like it's not like mm-hmm. I wanted to be ignorant, but I've just been doing me in such mm-hmm. a way that it's made me ignorant to certain issues. Mm-hmm. So this is like it's just I got really overwhelmed with information. Like you know, I started archiving things just so I can read at mm-hmm. a later date because, and I got to a point where I was like, I feel like the world is dragging me. They're not obviously it's not about me. No one's concerned with me, mm-hmm. but it's like I don't be knowing, and I really want to know. Mm-hmm um more i want mm. to equip myself more i want to a- be more active about my approaches if i'm supporting mm. black businesses how am i doing it i need mm. to stop going to my local chinese nail shop and be going to black owned businesses i need mm. to be doing this i need to be supporting this i need to be signing petitions i need to be reading informing reading, reading. Personal, mm. like even be an like personify blackness in such a way that it's actually like impactful you know what I mean like no but I feel like maybe I'm being hard on myself but I just feel like I've not done enough and yes it's not everyone's responsibility to do like it's I think I maybe because I feel like personally I've not really been doing um I've not really been taking as much responsibility for my um 
um, educate, like, I don't know, I just feel like I've not been as responsible or been as much as active in my responsibility as a exist, a black person who exists in this, in this flawed world Mm. that I've been coasting and I've been, I've just been coasting. So it's like, I think this, anyways, my answer to that is there's a lot that I don't know. Um, and this, this has made me very aware. Oh, like, okay. So like, I would say like, the one thing I would say is like the first thing is like don't be too hard on yourself. Like, like I honestly do believe that black people resist more than we know. And like sometimes that like, people know the words for so many things, and like there's lots of theory gone into loads of things, which is true. People do need to do more reading, but also like understand that we we do know a lot more than we think we do. But when we know reading, we'll be able to free ourselves a bit more. Like I also know like there's like I keep on saying that God keeps on trying to teach me this lesson very violently of like. I like there's there's no amount of like stuff you can listen to that will substitute from you doing the work yourself and you mm-hmm. like reading yourself like and so you coming to your own conclusions about how you're going to live your life differently because now you know this thing and I think like one thing is like being more less hard on ourselves but I do understand that sometimes when we read like super academic texts or like texts that loads of things loads of stuff is like flying around like oh everybody read like Asataka shirt Asata Shakur's autobiography like because she speaks a lot about black feminine liberation or like maybe Mm -hmm. we should read like the hood feminism I forgot who that's by that's been on my um that's been on my reading list forever but um I'll put we'll put this up in our like Instagram grid but one Mm -hmm. of my favorite YouTubers her name is Julesy she has this uh book club called Smart Brown Girl where they literally break down really really harder to read academic tech well some of them are academic but excuse me the large variety of texts are just like norm like not normal reading but like you know readings on like black literature they break it down mm-hmm. as a community and they speak about it as a community oh, i've got two percent batteries so let's round this up like but they speak about it as a community um and so i would really like say that maybe join some book club smart brown girls a good place for people to join so yeah okay i think yeah that's a, that's a good place for us to end right yeah i think that's a good place for us to end yeah so how we educate ourselves um and don't be too hard on yourself and when you recognize a space in your development a gap in your development try and take reasonable realistic smart objectives you know Mm. google it smart objectives and how to fill in those gaps but also don't be killing yourself too tough you know and don't do anything that's not it's not authentic to you if you don't yeah exactly (laughs) exactly um but yeah (laughs) if you're you're black (laughs) other other Um, people are benefiting from not knowing so please be knowing more um please be knowing more absolutely no more like like Um, people are Uh, your, uh, <laughs> your, your lack of understanding is killing my people literally um but oh my michelle i've got two percent so i'm sorry guys my uh my charge is all the way in the other room and i don't want to run and get in and just come back so because we're about to end so thank yes. you guys for listening to this thanks podcast. for listening and um we will see you on our next episode we'll see you we will you will hear us on our next episode okay yeah, um, I hope you enjoyed this and uh yeah, yeah have a yeah. good time y'all have a good time remember Bye. to follow us on Instagram oh, I don't whoopsies. know to be honest pods <laughs> I don't that's Ooh, I don't know I'm TBH ready to go. pod <laughs> <laughs> that's I don't know TBH pod thank you for listening goodbye bye thank you. <laughs> bye <laughs>